Hey guys, and welcome to the second episode of Sports Monday featuring Toke Talk and Hood is in the building this week. What's up, what's up? So, um, I know you guys, he, uh, you guys heard him on the, uh, the round the table this past Saturday, which is, uh, quite a hit right now is actually one of our most popular, um, downloads in the last couple days, actually. Is it? Yeah. It's probably because there's somebody new on it. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. Okay. Okay. What you need to do is turn the mic. Turn it. Yeah. Make sure because, because that mic is not a 360 mic it's a dynamic mic which you have to speak into the top of oh okay see like mine i can talk to the side because it's a 360 mic but that one you have to speak directly into a top into the top of it it's uh basically the the drawback it's a really good mic it's just you have to speak directly into the mic but it's a really good mic it's one of the best sure mics on the market just trying to get this. Yeah, you're good. How's that? There you go. There you go. Welcome, Hood. Thank you for being on, well, our show, basically, because you're like the only person I know that likes sports anymore, it feels like. I swear, man. But, <laughs> I mean, I'm a, I, call me a sport, sports nerd if you want to. I don't care. I, I love sports. Like, to be completely honest, like, I love to cook, and I'm really good at cooking. But if I was to ever in my life get a chance like get a chance to become a, a sports analyst i'm jumping at it mm. i believe it i'm jumping well at it. hopefully one day <clears throat> our well my radio will take off that would be awesome and you could be our sports guy i would love that dude. and i could give you your your dream of that that would be amazing because we would need a sports guy i mean because I mean, I like sports, but sports is like I, I rather talk about conspiracies than uh, uh, sports. In my see, in like my, I I can talk about conspiracies. And, I love it. That's what I'm driven like on. Like I can talk about that stuff because I've got some of my own. But oh, I, yeah. but I I'm like I bleed sports, dude. Like <laughs> I honestly I really don't know anybody else. Not even in my family. Not anybody I know that is as obsessed. I would I would use the word obsessed, obsessed with sports like I am. I feel you. They're like, good entertainment, man. especially when it comes to like fo- football and soccer, especially soccer, because I mean, granted I live in America, <laughs> soccer is not that big. I mean it's it's growing. Yeah, I will say it, it's, it's growing. definitely growing. Like the more Team USA wins. The more it's going to grow, in my opinion. I think it's. I think it's more than that. I think the more we get, or Americans that are playing in, like your homeboy from Chelsea, he's right. American, right? That's what so. I was say. Like the more, I think the more Americans they get to play in Europe and those those bigger leagues and stuff. Oh, speaking of then, soccer, I did order me that black Mbappe shirt oh, jersey. Yeah? Had to. I had to. So, so every Monday when you come down, I'm gonna be wearing it. Like that's gonna be like my my so attire. So have you seen? Have you seen? Um, real quick, have you seen Chelsea's uh, away jersey? See, because I know you've seen their home jersey. Because yeah. I wore that the last time I was here. Yeah, but have you seen their away jersey? I have not. You have not. All right. <coughs> 
Well, while he's looking for that real quick, this is obviously Tote Talk Sports Monday where we will we'll get more sports in as they come into season and whatnot. But our main focus right now is the NFL and um, basically anything soccer from M- M- MLS all the way to the to the Euro leagues. I like that. The yellow. I like that to the Euro leagues and the championship leagues, all that noise. And then coming up, there was actually a big ass thing that happened today for the champions league that they had to redraw. So when we get to soccer, we will definitely talk talk about about that. That That was, that was, it was huge. And from my understanding, it was huge. Like whatever happened was big. And when we get to soccer, we will talk about that, but we'll rock right into the NFL. and We'll start on. Well, hold on before we start on anything. I want to say rest in peace to Demarius Thomas. Oh, yes. Rest in peace, number 88, a Broncos legend, Super Bowl, Super Bowl winner, hopefully Hall of Famer. Uh, Hopefully he has the stats for it as what what I've been looking at. uh, Just uh, look over his career. Oh, Um, he's definitely got the stats. Yeah, he was great receiver. Really good. Um, He was definitely uh, a prime weapon for. for Peyton Manning, Doug Flutie, and uh, Cutler before them. Mm-hmm. So, it was it Doug Flutie? Yeah, it was Doug Flutie, right? Who? Plummer. Jake Plummer. Yeah. My B. My bad, Jake. Jake Plummer. Who was after that? Um, the guy from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Cutler. And then Peyton. And then now it's what? Drew Locke, I believe. Who's the starter? Oh, Teddy. No, Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater, their, that's their right. It was Drew Locke, though. It was Drew Locke. Ugh. Sorry, had a head itch. But yeah, like he said, rest in peace, uh, 88. Um, yeah, I just, the... wanted, I just wanted oh, to get definitely. that out there because uh, it was a, uh, a seizure. Mm. Uh, he died from a seizure. Okay, see, I didn't. I, I got the text. I got the tweet from his girlfriend or wife. At like two o'clock in the morning, after around the table, bro, I went yeah. inside, laid down, and got the tweet that she found him dead, and I was I was pretty sappy. I was like, "Damn!" Yes, yeah, yeah. He he had a seizure, and every that hits that hits pretty close to home because uh, I mean, my wife she has epilepsy, and that's honestly like that's a real thought in her head, and. I mean, I try not to think about it, but with her, though, for real, like, that's a huge thought in her head that she's going to have a seizure in her sleep and not wake up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Shit sucks. Yeah. But I just wanted to get that out of the way. So, <laughs> all right. So, into Thursday night football. We'll start on Thursday. Um, so, um, when it comes down to the show, I know I keep explaining shit, but when it comes down to the show, um, the three the three main ones will spotlight and actually go more in depth are the three games that I watched this week in a different different weeks, different shows. Uh, maybe we'll pick different teams to go more in depth. But, uh, of course, I'm a Steelers fan, so I was biased on it. So Thursday Night Football was the Vikings, who are now 6-7, and seven, versus the Steelers, who are 6-6-1. Six, six, and one, And the Vikings won 36-28. So real quick, I'm going to get it the fuck out here. I'm going to rant. I don't give a damn what anybody says about the Steelers football this past Sunday. This past Thursday, sorry. But Ben was not the cause 
of this loss. Like many of you, and I'll call them out since I have a podcast, Callan Cowherd. Bro, sit the fuck down. Is he really saying it was he, Ben's it fault? It was Ben's fault. No. With, with Ben going 28 for 40, 308, three TDs and one interception. That's a good night. For for a good quarterback, that's a good night. So That you got, tells me that was not Ben Roethlisberger's exactly, fault. Exactly, exactly. And we can't even blame it on Najee. Najee was 20 rushes, 94 yards, one TD, and he averaged 4.7 a run. And that's that's beautiful. Right. 4.7 is like... I mean, almost 100 yards rushing. Yes. So, like, when I was in college, um, our running back coach, I used to hear, we used to say, if you get four yards on a run, on a carry... That is the best run you can get because if you do three of those in a row, it's a first down and you get four more downs. So, I mean, that's not bad. Of course, we'll uh, hit Claypool. He was the leading receiver. Eight eight receptions, 93 yards, zero TDs, and nine targets. But speaking of Claypool, um, I don't like to put blame on individual players when they lose as a team. But I do have to say that about 45% of the Steelers' loss came from Claypool um, celebrating after his first down catch. Um, He caught the ball, and he stayed on his knee, and he started celebrating with the ball, and the ball judge was trying to place the ball. And eventually we uh, we shit the can. Yeah, I mean, because honestly, I... I didn't watch any of the game. Well, I watched a little bit of it. Not not a lot. Like, maybe a couple drives. But, um... Um... I, I, I mean, it was... I thought that Minnesota was gonna... I mean, they were shitting all over y'all. See. And I didn't think that y'all were gonna score. And I, I looked at a drive. Uh, it was after halftime. I looked at a drive, and y'all were going down the field. But I was like, "Oh, they haven't done anything all game. They're not gonna. They're still not gonna do anything." And then a couple hours later, I just happened to look at my phone and saw that y'all had like caught back up. And yeah, I was it like, was, "Holy shit!" We scored three TDs in the fourth quarter alone in four minutes. Three TDs in four minutes. It, it was nuts. We were just bam, bam. Defense showed a lot of promise, but. Our defense needs to step the fuck up. TJ, get off your ass. I know you're hurt. Get good and get back on the field. Because without TJ, um, well, I mean, Cousins didn't do too bad. He was 14 for 31 for 216 yards, two TDs, and two interceptions. I mean, uh, that, that's an average night for Cousins, not going to lie. But get on the field, TJ, because Delvin Cook just dealt up 27 rushes for 205 yards, two TDs, and he averaged a first down a run. <laughs> Holy crap. So every time that man touched the ball, it was a fucking first down. And it's just our definitely how you said it on around the table. TJ, we are a completely different team when he's on the field. Oh, completely, completely different. different. Um I know I hype up Fitzpatrick a lot, but it seems to me without that steady pass rush Fitzpatrick gets exposed, and I believe he's top three safeties in the league. But he's getting exposed with not having that dominant pass rush. I know Cameron Hayward's good, but he's playing hurt. He has to play hurt. Still no word on to it. He's still on the IR. 
um, linebackers are going. Delvin Bush is uh, not playing to what a lot of people expected. Right. I mean, we don't know what we're doing. I mean, TJ was our our, our end stand-up linebacker, and I mean, like, he's gone. Um, we don't got Bud Dupree no more, so there's nobody there. And uh, we keep... We keep releasing and signing back that one linebacker, Williams, Vance Williams, number 96. Every other game he's playing for us, it (laughs) seems like, and it's just nuts. But, I mean, that game, um, it was shitty. Um, In my opinion, if Ben would have showed up like he did in the fourth quarter the whole game, I think the game would be completely different. In Mm -hmm. my opinion, completely different. Completely different. So, anyway, enough about my Steelers. We're going to move on to actually the best game, in my opinion, of the week and the most enjoyable game. Um, Cowboys versus the Washington football team. Dude, the Cowboys, they shipped their own benches to Washington so they didn't have to sit on their benches. That is a thug move. It is. It is. It is a thug-ass move. But Cowboys advance 9-4. to four. Uh, nine and four in the Washington Reds. Oh, fuck. Sorry. Sorry, guys. The Washington football team is now six and seven, and they lost a heartbreaker 27 to 20. Uh, real quick, Dak Prescott was 21, 22 for 39, 211, one TD, two interceptions. So he didn't have a great night. Um, definitely not a good night uh, in Russian because their leading rusher was Ezekiel Elliott for 12 rushes, 45 yards, no TDs. But when it came to receiving, the two biggest receivers were C.D. Lamb at 7 for 61 and Amani Cooper for 5 and 51 with the only uh, TD in the air. But it was a great game. It was Cowboys defense on fucking point, dude. Like, right. I know it was they scored 20 points, but still, like, on, on fucking point. And they, it wasn't, it wasn't a high stat game at all whatsoever. Like not even close. Like there wasn't a lot of stats. If you're looking for stats, that's not in the game to watch. Um, there wasn't a lot going on over there on the Redskin. Oh fuck, the Washington football team side. Uh, Tyler Hankey was 11 for 25, 122, one TD, one interception. Average night for uh, average quarterback, I guess. Right. And their rushing game was worse than the Cowboys with Gibson rushing 10 10 times for 36 yards. That's it. But there was two, there were two TDs and they were all like, all the big TDs were all uh, one one pass one rush and then I guess I think the defense scored another TD I believe I want to say I didn't look up the kickers I wanted to because there was a lot of kicking in that game. Mm. But uh, Jay Williams was four in 16 with one TD. And uh, uh, C. Simmons was 30 for 69 for a TD. Wasn't too bad. I mean, overall, the game, of course, for for what it is, it's the Reds. It's the Washington football team versus the Cowboys. I mean, that, that's an intense rivalry right there. Yeah, Washington like, versus Dallas. This, yeah, that, that's, that's intense. As far as football goes, like that's probably... A, probably the biggest rivalry in football yeah yeah i mean the only other rivalry that i think that would 
match it or even come close would be Steelers Ravens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I would have to say that. Or Green Bay Chicago when Chicago was good. When Chicago was good. Yeah, I like mean, Brian Urlacher days. Right, but I mean, it's been some years now, and it's it's <laughs> Green Bay. I mean, to for starters, I mean with um, except for the the couple times where Minnesota decided to show up for a season. Yeah, Green Bay has owned that division. So, like Green Bay is in like, I'm not even gonna say shambles, but they're kind of in shambles, and they're still nine and four. Dude, I mean, like it's Aaron Rodgers' future is up in the air, and Aaron Rodgers is playing the best, some of the best football that he's ever played this year, and it's fucking retarded. Like, I don't think Aaron Rodgers goes to another team. I think he, I think the ownership takes um, Aaron's side. And they get rid of the uh, head coach, in my opinion. Or they tell the head coach, like, hey, look, bro. Like, you coach team Aaron's. Aaron throws the ball. He need to back the fuck off. If he doesn't want the vax, shut the fuck up. Let him play football. Right. Like, because, like, that's the biggest thing right now is he doesn't want to be there. And he's getting, like, he's not getting bullied because he's Aaron fucking Rodgers. But he's getting bullied for not, for being an anti-vaxxer. Not really anti-vaxxer. He's just doesn't want the vaccine and a lot of people are bullying him and talking noise and all that and he wants to be paid as well and they're not going to pay him i don't think they'll pay him because kyler murray just signed that big ass deal so you got to pay aaron Rodgers more than tyler murray and like tyler murray's making like fucking almost fucking 50 million dollars a year now yeah but look at how much fucking patrick Mahomes is making me on some real shit. I like Pat Mahomes. I like him. He's a good. But I think they paid him too early. I'm going to be honest, though. I mean, yeah, they didn't start the season off that well or anything. But they've won, I think, six straight. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely definitely turned it around. So, definitely turned around. So, yeah, I mean, they're, they they are a team to to watch out for and, and everything. It's crazy. But... My last game that I watched, and I did it just because I knew you were coming on the show today, was Atlanta six and seven versus the Panthers at five and eight now. Right. So Maddie, Maddie want nine for twenty-eight for a hundred nine, hundred and ninety for a TD. Uh Cordell Patterson, which I actually didn't think he still played in the league. Cordell Yeah, he's their running back yeah. now. Cordell Patterson was fifteen for fifty-eight for a TD and uh they're uh, one of their wide receivers, I believe, Gage, mm-hmm. um, R. Gage. He was 464, four for 64 yards, zero TDs. And also, their uh, punt returner fumbled a ball, I believe. I think I think that's, I didn't look it up. I'm believing he's the. No, 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 no. It was Olsen. A, it was Olison. It's it, he's one of their running backs. Okay, running back. It okay, was, so it running back a, got a fumble. It was a running play towards the end of the game when. Um, when uh, Atlanta should have been trying to ice the game and just run the ball out and everything, uh, Carolina forced a fumble. Their their defense finally forced a turnover and everything. There were so many chances Carolina had to intercept Matt Ryan and everything. Like our defense, I don't understand. Um, I don't understand what happened to our defense. Like, 
you look at the numbers, and they were showing the stats at the beginning of the game and everything. Carolina's defense was a top five defense for every category. Why is a top five different defense in every category giving up 29 points this week, 33 points last week, 27 points the week before that, uh, 34 points? Like, we've given up. <clears throat> we've given up so many points. Like, it's, it's nuts. crazy. It's nuts. But over there on y'all side, uh, Cam Newton was 15 for 23, 178, zero TDs, and a touchdown. Got benched for P.J. Walker. Uh, P.J. Walker won 6 for 12, 75, a TD, and an interception. Um, Cam was the leading rusher for 10 rushes for 47 and a TD. Uh, credit him that. Uh, C. Hubbard was 10 rushes, 33, and a TD. Um, y'all's Y'all's wide receivers did really well. Uh, Roby Anderson was 784 in a TD, and DJ Moore was 6 for 84. And all of them caught every ball thrown at them, which is good. Uh, well, according to the stats, it, it depends on what you call. You call an attempt and what they call an attempt. Because I did watch the game, and I thought somebody was thrown more. It's just... Okay, so... so uh, DJ Moore was targeted 10 times. 10 times, okay. And he had six receptions for 84 yards, uh, 14-yard average. It's not bad. Uh, Robbie Anderson had 12 targets with seven receptions. Seven, okay, so 12. Yards. So 12, and okay. And he had the touchdown. He had the touchdown. So, yeah, you guys had uh, – so what did you think about the, the cam benching? You think it was needed? Uh, I mean, I didn't. I wasn't mad about it. Um, I wasn't like, oh, Cam's gotta, he's gotta pl- stay out there. He's gotta play. I mean, if you, <sighs> here's the thing. Carolina is full of nothing but bums right now. Our coaching staff is full of bums. Nobody's no, they've never proven themselves anywhere except college. Yeah, and even in college, the only time Matt Rule turned a Temple program around. Temple, when is Temple? When's the last time Temple did anything? True, then he went to Baylor and he turned Baylor around. And Baylor's been a consistent force. Baylor has continued to be. In the Big 12, they I think they just won the Big 12. Yeah, they did, actually. So, I mean, that tells me that... He left behind something. He left behind something. Like, he left behind a, uh, a foundation to build on and everything. But apparently, Baylor can continue to push out the same results without Matt Rule at the helm. Yeah. So, I just... I don't think Matt Rule is the guy. Do I see him getting getting fired before the end of the season not unless not really i don't think so i think that it would be till the end of the season but he's definitely on a hot seat and the the most fucked up thing about it is carolina has the toughest remaining schedule in the nfc our remaining schedule you still gotta play the saints twice right no 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 our schedule our remaining schedule at buffalo to play the bills 
then home against uh, the Buccaneers, then at New Orleans, at Tampa Bay to play the Buccaneers again to finish the season. Dang, we got to play Tampa twice. Twice. We got to see Tom Brady twice still. And our defense is looking tired and just not there. Our offense just isn't able to find any kind of rhythm. It's just, it's not, because even when our defense plays bad, like they did yesterday and gave up 29 points. Well, I can't even say 29 points, 20, 22 points. We'll say, we'll say 21 points because there was uh, that pick six that, that came through. Um, so, but we still gave up 21 points on defense. Like, it's it's a lot. It's just something's just not not working. I mean, our offense, our defense tries to give our offense chances. Yeah, I but, feel that. But I just think it was Rivera. Uh, Ron Rivera was. But even you can't even really say that because towards the end of Rivera's tenure there Carolina was just shit and a lot of that was because Cam was hurt and McCaffrey was hurt and even now you look when McCaffrey's hurt and he's not playing like our offense is nothing compared to what it is when he's playing yeah yeah and that and that's the really, shitty part that really hurts us because Cam's one. Cam's not the same player that he that he was when he first came into the league and honestly if you ask me I think he's a better passer of the ball it's just like last week, for example. Oh, he definitely throws the ball better than he did when he first came in. <clears throat> like hundred times, or not better. last week, two weeks ago when we played. Um, yeah, it was the really good game he had. Like he had a, like a really good fucking game. So, yeah, when we played Washington, I mean, he was twenty-one for twenty-seven for one hundred and eighty-nine yards and two touchdowns. And the only reason we lost that was because Taylor Heineke was sixteen for twenty-two for two hundred and six yards and three touchdowns. So, I mean, our, our, that was our defense's fault. Then we had Miami, again, our defense. But Cam didn't help this cause, though, because he was, the following week, he went 5 for 21 for 92 yards and two interceptions. You cannot win a football game with quarterback play like that. No. Far from it. Like, Far from it. it oh, and McCaffrey, oh. I mean, McCaffrey didn't, he had 10 carries for 35 yards. He averaged three and a half yards a carry. That's that's just not gonna get you. You're just not gonna win football games like that. And what's crazy is out of out of Cam's five completions that game against Miami, four of them were to DJ Moore. <laughs> See, I like DJ Moore and Anderson. I think those guys are gonna get paid when they leave Carolina. So if they keep them, but yeah, but then we had the Falcons yesterday. We should have won that game, but we haven't been playing good at home. So, uh, I mean, I'm not surprised that we lost, but at the same time, I'm like, we should have won that game, but we should have beat Miami and we should have beat Washington too. Yeah. So uh, I was just like, Ugh. but now we're in a situation now. And I was looking at it earlier where we have to win the rest of our games. We have to even have a chance at the playoffs, which I'm not giving us a chance in hell at the playoffs right now. I think we'll lose next week against Buffalo, and then 
silly me. I don't know. Buffalo's been doing bad. But we're playing in Buffalo. Okay. Okay. Give it. Give you that. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you that one. And they're probably going to run the ball a lot. Yeah, probably. And our our run defense has been utter trash. Sounds like the Steelers. Um, Delvin but, Cook. But, <laughs> but then, then we've got to play Tom Brady twice, though. Like, I don't expect... I, honestly, I'd be surprised if we if we win one more game. And the one game that I see us maybe winning is the game against the Saints in New Orleans. No, I think you guys are going to win. You guys will ha- probably have the game in the New Orleans because the Saints are falling apart. I don't right. know what's going on. I mean, on they with just, them. yeah, they just like shit all over the Jets, but it's the it's Jets. The Jets. <laughs> but I see you guys having the win in the second Tampa game. Just you, if, you know if, why? If it, you know because why? they won't play nobody. They won't play nobody. <laughs> Tom won't play. No, not at all. Not at all. Even if I think even if they have a chance of being the number one seed in the NFC, they still won't play nobody. Mm. Because so what if you got to play one extra game? Exactly. Like you're gonna most likely win. Like I mean, you're it's fucking Tom Brady. Like because you're still gonna have a high seed. You're still gonna have a high seed. See. I mean, because they're they're the, ten and three right now. The AFC is, the AFC is looking crazy. Like, cause there's a like a lot of teams that are six and seven, or six and six. It that that tie has fucked the Steelers. Yeah. Like big time right now, because right now we can still make the wild card, but we have to win. All you do, you just have to match. You just have to match the wins. Yeah, we have to win out. To make the wild card. Oh, I'm sure. But yeah, oh, so, so, but yeah, back to Carolina. Not only do we have to win out, but we need, we need for, let's see, we need for Washington to lose two games. We need Minnesota to lose two games. We need Philly to lose two games. We need Atlanta to lose two games. And we need New Orleans to lose two games. Now, granted... And there, how many games are left? Four? Four. There you go. 50-50 chance, bro. <laughs> so Your odds are higher than the Steelers. And the Eagles, <laughs> the Eagles and the Redskins, they both play each other twice. Within these next four weeks. Washington's... Um, Washington's schedule, remaining schedule at Philly, at Dallas, home against Philly, at the Giants. They can they I, can lose three or four. They they definitely can lose two. Yeah. If not if not all four of them. Yeah. But definitely two. So I'm like okay. So then you look at Minnesota. Uh. At Chicago. That's a win. Home against the Rams. That's a loss. At Green Bay. That's a loss. Home against the Bears. That's a win. So. Minnesota's like the one there where I'm like, ah. See, but Minnesota, Chicago is always a good game. Even when they got shitty teams. So, so yeah. So, but there's two losses. There's, there's, 
There's two losses in there. One guaranteed loss, 100% Green Bay. A home against Green Bay? Yeah, that's an L. That's, a, that's an L. That's an L. And I think they're Home gonna, against the Rams? I think they're going to lose because the Rams are playing not, I mean, Matthew good, Staff- but not Matthew, good football, but, but they're see, playing. Matthew Stafford, you know how... I mean, think about it. He was with Detroit for all those years and couldn't do anything. Now he's doing something with the team that can go to the Super Bowl. You really think he's not going to take the opportunity to shit all over Minnesota? Uh, yeah. Kay. I mean, so then, okay, so then we look at Philly. So you're looking good so far. So far, I'm looking good. So then we look at Philly. Home against Washington. Hold up. Philly. Yes. Okay. Home against Washington. That's a loss. Home against the Giants. That's a win. At Washington. That's a win. They split, but at each other's houses. Home against Dallas. See, and that's tricky because Dallas could rest players. Yes, they can't because they're nine and four right now. Right, but that division is still up. Because you got Green Bay in there at nine and four as well. They could, they, you know, if they are guaranteed to play that extra game, they rest. Like if they're like, you know what, Green Bay is going to take it. Let's just rest our guys. So yeah, so that's that's an that's an iffy. Like there can be two losses in there. There but can that be. one's that yeah. one's gonna be tough. Uh then you look at Atlanta. Okay. At San Francisco. That's a loss. Home against Detroit. Hopefully that's a win. Hopefully. <laughs> at Buffalo. I'm gonna say a loss. Home against the Saints. We're talking about Philly, right? No, we're talking, we're talking about? about Atlanta. Atlanta. They they lose three of four. Okay. The only one that I'm shaky about is the first game you said. Okay. So then we look at New Orleans. Okay. All right. So we've got at Tampa. Loss. Home against Miami. I'll come back to that. Uh, home against Carolina. That's a loss. And at Atlanta. That's a win. Okay, so you say you come back to... Okay, Miami. Okay, home so, against Miami? Okay, so the only reason why I'll say this, because I don't watch any games, but I have a bunch of Miami players on fantasy football. Right. And if they play... Like they've been playing like the last. They've been playing. <laughs> like with their. Because t- they're still going to be fighting for a wild card themselves. Yes. Yes. Big time. Big time. So they're going to want to win. But the only thing is, is the play at quarterback is going to determine that game. And their defense is good. I mean, I mean, they're not great. They're not like impeccable or anything, but they're good. Like right. they, they can hold off teams. I mean, they held Carolina to 10 points. Yeah, it's like they can hold teams, but it's quarterback play and it's going to be iffy because if, if, if Atlanta comes out there and they're like, you know what, let's just fucking beat them. You know, fuck these guys. I think Atlanta got the juice. A lot of people doubt Matt Ryan. 
but Matt Ryan needs oh, you to mean, leave. No, uh, we're talking about New Orleans. I mean, that's what. But you're right, though. Matt Ryan does need to leave Atlanta. But yeah, going back to New but, Orleans. Yeah, so. New Orleans. It's going to be cool because I don't know why I said Atlanta. But Sean Hill or Sean Hill. No, t- uh, Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. If he plays like quarterback, they can win. But if he's going to play like a fucking wildcat running back, they're going to lose. Because nothing against Carolina, but if Atlanta can beat Carolina, they can. They can. Not, de- they not can, Atlanta. New Orleans. No, I'm just saying if like they're playing Carolina. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's. Yeah. I, it, it's it's if y'all's division, except for Tampa, I'll throw Tampa out the window. Y'all's division is weird. Well, everybody except for Tampa, everybody, us, Carolina, New Orleans, and Atlanta, we came into this week all five and seven. Yes. Yes. Every single one of us. So we were all fighting. First off, we're all fighting each other for second for, place. For, uh, f- well, yeah, for second place, but for a, a wild card spot because yeah. I guess we've given it to Tampa already the division I mean they haven't technically Tampa hasn't won the division yet but that's only because New Orleans won so but all Tampa has to do is win next week and and they win the division that's all they have to do okay and then from there it's about seeding and everything that's why they probably if if Tampa rest players it's not going to be till the final week yeah which would work out in Carolina's favor if we we have already taken care of business the previous three weeks, first things first, we got to beat the Bills in Buffalo. And I've already said it because I'm going to the game against uh, Tampa when they play in Charlotte okay. uh, in two weeks. I'm going to be at the game. And I've already made up my mind that if we lose to Buffalo, when I go to that game, West, when we're coming out of the tunnel, I'm booing my team. <laughs> I'm going to boo my team because they're not playing like they should be. They're just yeah. not. Yeah. So, all right. Well, if you're done with the NFL, so we'll move over to the European football. Oh, the Monday night game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Monday night game. That's right. So, Monday night is Rams and Cardinals. And uh, Rams are 8-4. and four, And the Cards are 10-2. and two, Yeah, man. Which is and very, they're playing in Arizona. And they're playing in Arizona. So... Kyler Murray is... I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Um, yeah. Because both quarterbacks are really... I mean, Matthew Stafford has basically revitalized his career... And everything. It's honestly, honestly, it's really showing how good the offense around Stafford is because Jared Goff had the same offense around him and yeah. did as good as Stafford is doing. I took it to a Super Bowl. Right. So. But then, but then you, you look at Jared Goff now. He's with the Lions. The Lions only won one game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They should have won too, to be honest, because <laughs> uh, they definitely should have uh, beaten Pittsburgh. The Lions, Detroit, definitely deserved to beat Pittsburgh. 
but Pittsburgh just managed to find they a way. They held to, on like that. Like they I just mean, they held the fuck. Win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shitty. Just couldn't hold on to the ball. <laughs> just couldn't hold on to the ball. Just couldn't. But a little quick facts: uh, the Rams are eight and zero when allowing twenty four points or fewer in, this season, and zero and four. Oh, sorry, zero and four when allowing twenty five plus points. So they're probably going to lose. Yeah. I would I would say that they would lose. Um, Arizona, to be fair, right now, right now, Arizona is my pick for the NFC to go to the Super Bowl. You think so? Yes. With the way they're playing, Kyler Murray's playing lights out. Yeah, he's playing really well. Like, like very honestly, good. And what's crazy is, um, I could see. I don't want it to happen, but I could see New England going to the Super Bowl. Dude, that'd be nuts. That'd be awesome. Like New England without Tom Brady. Yeah, dude, that'd be awesome. But but with you, that being you said, you really think Arizona can beat Tampa Bay? Yes, yes, I do, I do. Only because only because I think uh, I think Kyler Murray would have a better day than Tom Brady would. Just because I think Arizona's defense is better than Tampa's. Yeah, yeah, true that, true that. And then over to the Cardinals. Cardinals are the only team in Super Bowl Super Bowl modern history to have four wide receivers with 400, 400 plus receiving yards this season. And that is Kirk Green, Hopkins, and more. See, and that's and just then even more. The, there you go. Like, you could, I don't see it happening, but you could potentially have four receivers to have a thousand yard season. That's crazy. I mean, I don't think it's going to happen. I think one or two of them, maybe. But Hopkins is going to have a thousand. Yeah, I, w- I would say out of all of them, Hopkins and then Kirk. Kirk's yeah. good. I like Kirk. He's really yeah. good. Like I, I like watching that, him play I, That's what I'd probably say because AJ Green, he's probably going to have he he'll probably lead y'all in touchdowns. To be honest, AJ Green. Yeah, he probably will lead y'all in touchdowns just because he's that that red zone threat man. You get there down there close to the goal line, you just put it up there. Oh yeah, he'll get that shit. But, yeah, make sure you guys go check that out because it's on your regular TV. You don't need nothing special but Monday Night Football against the Rams and the Cards. So, anyway, until next Monday for football, we are going to transition over to soccer and Hood's going to take over. Yeah, so, um, all right, so starting off. Real quick before you start. Real quick before you start. We're going to take a quick break for a uh, commercial for these guys. Hey guys, okay. this is the Wizard, one of the personalities Enjoy. of Tote Talk and Hey guys, this is the Wizard, Radio. one of the personalities of I just wanted to let you guys have a little insight on what our podcast brings to light on all of our current and future listeners. To light on all of our current and future listeners. Well, to start off, our most popular show is 420 News. That happens every Tuesday at 10 p.m. most popular show is 420 News. That happens every Tuesday at 10 p.m. It's one of our most popular shows on our podcast, and it's our most downloaded show. We also and it's our most downloaded show. Candlewoman uh, of the Week featured each episode. Candlewoman of the Week. And our next show happens on Wednesday at 10 p.m. It's called Talk. Our next show happens on Wednesday at 10 p.m. It's called Conspiracy and/or Dark. And it usually features from a cryptid to 
time travel area 51 stuff like that to that happens every time Wednesday travel area 51 at 10 stuff like that standard time that happens last week's episode was the dark web which was a pretty standard good time one. last week's so episode was the dark web every which Thursday is called one. creepy Thursday so our next and one is go every on Thursday it's called creepy no sleep and we handpick on Reddit pretty good creepy no sleep all of those creepy pastas are available on all of our podcast platforms all of those creepy pastas are available on all of our podcast platforms if you guys want to catch up on Saturdays for next at 10 week's PM called Thursday. Around the Table. Our next show is on where Saturdays show at 10 usually PM called Around the Table. Guest on the show just where to come show on and chit-chat from everything to conspiracies to what's going on in the news from everything to conspiracies to what's going on in the news to relax, smoke anything joint from around the world really we just sit back, relax. Our most frequent guest is a life friend of mine, Token. So make sure you guys tune in every Saturday at 10 p.m. So make sure you guys tune in every Saturday at 10 p.m. You guys can download or listen to any of our podcasts on Spotify, about 13 Google podcasts, Apple podcasts, Anchor.fm, Google podcasts, Apple podcasts, Anchor.fm, like and a download, and Podbean. Make sure you guys go there, give us a like and a download, and come out on those days. Well, just sit back and wait for future content to come out on those days. Well, hopefully, you guys enjoyed. Now back to the show. Hey guys, and uh, hope you guys enjoyed that commercial. Welcome back. So we're gonna rock right into it. So. uh hood take over and let us know what's going on in the soccer world so yeah okay so starting off with the premier league okay um chelsea went from first to third in the past couple weeks damn yeah um it's kind of their own their own undoing uh we've had major injuries in the midfield so our midfield's kind of lacking right now um and then Let's see. Uh, Manchester City is now at the top of the league. And Liverpool is second. Okay. But only two points separate the top three teams. Okay. Only two points? Right. That ain't bad. So if, like, Manchester City and Liverpool lose and Chelsea wins, Chelsea will jump back up to the top. So it's turning and and on top of that there's an eight point difference. Uh so a three at least a three game slide. Um but an eight point difference between third and fourth. So it's turning into a three horse race between City, Liverpool, and Chelsea, which everyone really thought is what was gonna happen, but the front three are starting to pull away from the rest of the pack. Um which is gonna, if it stays that way, it's gonna come become an interesting final month or two of football. Cause, uh, it's, it, I mean, one slip up, it's gonna be the games Chelsea versus Man City, Chelsea versus Liverpool, Liverpool versus Man City. Yeah. Like those games are going to, uh, tell everything. I mean, that's gonna be, that's gonna be the deciders, I really think. But, um, but yeah, so then, I mean, that's just a real quick, there's, there's a lot of games coming at the, in the Premier League. So the end, the end, by the end of the month, by the turn of the year, we'll know a lot more as far as like the, uh, standings go and things like that and everything. But, uh, then, then we got the Champions League and this one was crazy. So. Your group winners, your group winners were 
Manchester City, Liverpool, Ajax, Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, Manchester United, uh, Lille, and Juventus. Then your runners-up were PSG, Atletico Madrid, Sporting, Inter Milan, Benfica, Villarreal, Salzburg, and Chelsea. So, they did a draw 6 o'clock this morning. Yes, I got up and I watched that. (laughs) And now, like, I feel stupid now, looking back at it now, for getting up and everything. But we'll get to that. So, so they had one draw. And it ended up being Benfica versus Real Madrid. Villarreal versus Manchester City, which that was the controversy because uh, Villarreal drew Manchester United first, but they couldn't, they weren't allowed to play Manchester United because they were in the same group together. Yeah. So they had to redraw that. Well, then they they redrew that and they ended up picking Manchester City, and so it was like almost destined for them to play in Manchester. So, but then uh, they went through the rest of the draw and ended up being uh, Atletico Madrid versus Bayern Munich, then Salzburg versus Liverpool, then Inter Milan versus Ajax, Sporting versus Juventus, Chelsea versus Lille, and PSG versus Manchester United, which was a huge matchup because it was Messi versus Ronaldo. Again, I mean that was that was the most enticing matchup that that they had. But because of that mess, that mess up, they had to redraw. So they put all the teams back together. They got back together. They put all the teams back in the pots and everything. And they drew again. So this is the drawing now that's that will take place. Uh, these are the teams that are going to be facing each other in the round of 16. You have uh, RB Salzburg versus Bayern Munich. Salzburg's at home first, then Bayern Munich's at home for the second leg. Uh, okay, I'll, well, the first team I say is going to be home first, then the second team is going to be home in the second leg. So then you have Sporting versus Manchester City, which is a fa- really favorable draw for City. Uh, then you have Benfica versus Ajax, which I think will be an interesting matchup. Uh, then Chelsea, act, we actually redrew Lille, which I just knew because Bayern Munich went away first, and then uh, then Ajax went away to to play Benfica, and it was either Real Madrid or Lille, and I just knew we were going to draw Real Madrid. I just knew. I was like, there's no way that we draw Lille again. Like, it was a redraw. There's no way we draw Lille again. But we did, and I'm really stoked about it. I think that that was the best draw that Chelsea could have got. Uh, so hopefully that'll allow us to get to the quarterfinals, which then it's really going to tell a lot. That's that's where that's where everything goes down. I mean, that's when you get your your real contenders and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, so Chelsea versus Lille. Then you got Atletico Madrid versus Manchester United. Then Villarreal versus Juventus, Inter Milan versus Liverpool, and PSG versus Real Madrid. Damn. Right. Could have been a... Right, which, I mean, it's Messi versus Real Madrid again. Yeah. Uh, 
and Ronaldo versus Atletico Madrid again. So, dude, that would PSG versus Man U would have been awesome, dude. I think I think that this this redraw actually created a lot a lot of good matchups. I think Bayern Munich will will easily beat Salzburg. I think Salzburg might score a couple goals, yeah, but I think uh, Bayern Munich will uh, uh, will win the the tie. Uh, Manchester City, I don't give Sporting a chance. I think City's just too good. Uh, there's no way City doesn't qualify for the quarterfinals. Benfica versus Ajax. This one's more of a toss-up, but I think I'm going to give it to Ajax just because they they've looked really, really good. Uh, Chelsea versus Lille. Uh, I I think Lille will score on Chelsea, um, but I especially if our if if our midfield if we have like serious injuries and stuff, I think Lille will score on Chelsea. But I think if we're fit, if we're a hundred percent fit and we got our our true starting eleven out there, uh, I don't really give Lille a chance. Uh, but either way, I I don't see Chelsea not qualifying for the quarterfinals after drawing Lille. So I give Chelsea the edge in that one. Atletico Madrid versus Manchester United. This one's going to be a good matchup. Um, I think I think over the two legs, I think maybe. I think maybe Manchester United over the two legs, but I think I think Manchester United is going to have to come over a huge hurdle in the second leg, like when Manchester United is at home. I think that they're going to have to overcome a huge hurdle because I think I think Atletico will score like three or four goals on them at home in the first leg. So it's gonna it's really going to be how many goals can Manchester United score in Madrid because I think they're going to have to score at least three goals at, uh, at Old Trafford in order to, to advance. So that one's more of a toss up, but I think I personally think Atletico is going to go through. Uh, then you got Villarreal who won the Europa league last year versus Juventus. And, this is another toss-up because Juventus, they've in the Champions League, they've played really well, but in their domestic league, they're like almost mid-table, so they're not really doing that good. Um, but I think just the the talent that Juventus have, <coughs> and the fact that they're, I think they, I think they can keep Villarreal out of their goal. Uh, in 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 Spain, um, but I also think that Villarreal can keep Juventus out of their goal in Spain. Oh, okay. So I think the first the first leg will be like nil nil or one one. Like I think it'll be a draw. But then when in the second leg when Juventus is at home, I think that they'll score probably two or three goals and keep Villarreal out of their net. At least at least. More than, more than they score. Yeah, yeah. Like, like it'll probably be like a three-one, like a three-one or or four-one or something like that. 
but who I think Juventus will go through. And then Inter Milan and Liverpool. Liverpool is just too good. Um, the only thing that I could say is maybe if um, if Mohamed, if uh, Salah or Mane, uh, if one of them, if one of them gets hurt during the uh, the African Nations League, the Afcon, their uh, World Cup qualifiers, if one of them gets hurt or whatever then that's I mean Liverpool is just uh, they're going to really feel it and I think that Inter will capitalize on that because the 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 round of 16 is like right after the uh the AFCON. Oh, okay. So yeah, if Salah or Mane get hurt, then I think that's really going to affect Liverpool and Inter could capitalize on that and win that tie. But if not, if they stay healthy, then I give it to Liverpool. Um, oh, going back to Chelsea, Mendy's going to be playing in AFCON too because he's uh, from Senegal. Oh, okay. So he's going to be playing. He's going to be their goalkeeper. So hopefully he stays healthy. But, I mean, goalkeepers don't get hurt that often. Yeah. So I'm not too concerned about that. But even if he gets hurt, Kepa's still a good keeper. Yeah. Um, and then finally we have PSG versus Real Madrid. Um, with I think with Real Madrid being home in the second leg is going to benefit them because I think the first leg in Paris, I think it will be close. Like I think both teams will score. It'll probably be like a like a three two PSG oh, okay. or maybe two two, um, but I think with Madrid at home with Real Madrid at home, I think that they'll score. I think they'll keep PSG out of their net. I think Messi will have a hard time in Madrid, um, especially especially if if Real keep playing the way that they if they keep their form up from what it is now then yeah there's there, I just I think that it'll the first leg will be close and the second leg will show Madrid's dominance I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Atletico Madrid versus Manchester United uh, Inter Milan versus Liverpool PSG versus Real Madrid um, I wouldn't be surprised if those three matchups go to uh, penalty shootout because they got what rid of the away goal rule this year. Oh, okay. So it doesn't matter how many goals you score away from home. You just have to have a higher aggregate. Like you just have to have more goals in the aggregate to win the tie. If you both have the same number of goals in the aggregate, then it doesn't, the away goals don't matter. So then you'll just play the extra time, the extra 30 minutes and then if you're still tied after that, then you'll go to a penalty shootout. But I think those three matchups will go to a shootout, or I wouldn't be surprised if they go to a shootout anyway, just because of how close those those squads really are. Yeah, yeah. So, but I think I think I think this sets Chelsea up for another another shot at the uh, at the the Champions League. I mean, we won it last year. We have 
a favorable draw this this round. Yeah. I mean, it's starting to maybe put itself together for Chelsea to go back to back. Hold my breath on that. That'd be cool. I'm gonna hold my breath on that though because, uh, because I mean, we would the way I'm looking at it in the quarterfinals, we could either play Bayern Munich, Manchester City, Ajax, uh, Atletico Madrid, Juventus, Liverpool, or Real Madrid, or even PSG if they find a way to get past Real Madrid, but like. I mean, those are big clubs. Yeah. And Top tier. So, yeah, I mean, but if, if Chelsea can get to that point and they get healthy, then I think that they could – they they have a real shot. But there's a lot of teams like – I mean, I, I, Manchester City's got a real shot. Bayern Munich – I mean, Bayern Munich just won it two years ago. So, it's not like they've – and they, they, they made it to – I think they made it to the quarterfinals last year. Okay. Hell yeah. But yeah, so. So that's what's going on in the Champions League. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's. it's, it's there's definitely interesting ties, and uh, or matchups. It's gonna be. It's gonna be real fun to watch. But it's with good. with the Premier League, this this month of December is going to tell a lot because we play a lot of matches. Yeah. And like it's crazy how many matches we play this month. Like we still got it's the 13th and we still have one, two, three, four. We still have four games to play uh, just in the Premier League. Oh, okay. Just in the Premier League. Like, oh man, let me see. So, okay, the 16th, we play Everton at home. Then the 19th, we play Wolverhampton away. Then, then we play in the the Carabao Cup, which is one of the English leagues. Then we play there the 22nd, so three days later. So within a span of six days, seven days, we play three matches. And then the 26th, four days later, we play Aston Villa in Villa Park. And then three days after that, we're home against Brighton. So we've got, I mean, it's an easy schedule definitely winnable games like we really the only game that we have left for this month that kind of worries me i guess you could say is the game against aston aston villa because we're playing we're we're in villa park we're not at stanford bridge so we're not at home um and they just got a new manager who's really good i mean steven gerrard and i don't know if you know who steven gerrard is i've heard of him um, I mean, he was there with with uh, Liverpool, like when you were watching I think Manchester United. That's probably, United and that's stuff. probably where I know him. Because he was, because I'm pretty sure he was in the he was playing with Liverpool when um, when Van Persie and all them were at United. You know, okay. So, yeah, Wayne Rooney and all them. So, but uh, but yeah. 
and he's 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 actually doing really good at Villa. Like they, I think they've won one and lost one that he he's managed because he's only managed like two or three games for him so far. But um, I mean they've looked okay. They helped. They just played Liverpool, and it took Liverpool needing a, a penalty to beat them. So. I mean, that just tells, and I think they were playing at Anfield too, which is Liverpool's home. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, if Aston Villa comes to Liverpool, comes to Anfield, and almost keeps Liverpool to a zero-zero or nil-nil draw, then I just know that that matchup, especially if Chelsea continues to play the way that we've been playing recently, because we haven't looked convincing at all. Um, but if Chelsea continue to play the way we've been playing even if we find a way to turn it around to how we were playing at the beginning of the season um, that's going to be a really tough matchup and so but if we want to stay in the title race we're going to have to find a way to win that win it because we can't we can't let we can't let Liverpool and City pull away from us we just can't let it happen because like I was saying earlier, those matchups, the Chelsea versus Manchester City and Chelsea versus Liverpool and Liverpool versus Manchester City, those are going to be key matchups coming down the stretch. And matter of fact, Chelsea play Manchester City January 15th in in uh, at the Etihad, which is Manchester City's home. So, and the week before that, excuse me, two weeks before that, Chelsea play Liverpool. So Chelsea play Liverpool. Then we have a uh, a cup game for the FA Cup. And then a week later, and then a week after that, we play Manchester City at the Etihad. So... It's going to be that that span of three weeks is going to be tough. And that's going to tell if Chelsea is going to stay in the title race. Because if Chelsea can win both of those games, then they're in the title race. Yeah. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. If they lose either one of those games, they're out of the title race. Mm, tough. I mean, they would at that point, because at that point they would need for Liverpool or Manchester City to just slip up somewhere. And you can't expect a team at the level that they're playing at to slip up. Yeah. You have to assume they're going to win every match. So you have to win every match. Yep. <laughs> Sick. It's pretty interesting. But yeah. All right. So real quick, we'll just we'll, we'll end it on uh the World Cup. Have you had any World Cup qualifying matches going on? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Um I was just looking at uh some the other day. Who's um who's the powerhouse? Who who still take gold? Do you know? I'm probably gonna say Portugal. No, no not Portugal. Um, what you call them? Um, Brazil. Is you think Brazil Brazil's gonna win the World Cup? I I have no clue. No. Like now, I just know Brazil used to be a powerhouse. They used to be. Yeah. They used to be. They're not anymore. They're still a strong side. Don't get me wrong. They're still a strong side. And they'll probably go deep. Like, they might make it to, like, the quarterfinals. I don't think they'll make it to the semifinals. Like, 
they would be lucky. I think that they'd be lucky to make it to the semifinals. Yeah. See but, me, I'm, I'm if if uh, if USA qualifies, then I'm watching it for them. And then uh, of course, if Holland qualifies, that's my favorite. Well, they qualified. They qualified. Yeah, yeah. The Netherlands they qualified. Okay, good. They uh, I'll watch them if the US. Does yeah, they it. won. They won their group. Okay. They won their group, so they qualified. But the uh, the the for UEFA. The playoff semifinals are March 24th, and there's three there's three different like groups, and it's four teams, four teams per group, three different groups, and the winners of because it's two games in each group, and the winners of those two games will play each will play each other. Uh, and the the playoff final. Okay. And then the winners of those matchups will qualify for the World Cup. So there there's three additional teams coming from the UEFA side. Oh, okay. okay. That are going to go in the World Cup. And so the first matchups, you have Russia and Poland. Uh, then you have Wales and Austria. Then Sweden and the Czech. Italy and North Macedonia. Portugal and Turkey and Scotland and Ukraine. So I'm trying to think of who's Oh, here's here's the the groupings. So the groupings are uh, Scotland and Ukraine and Wales and Austria are in group A. So, the winner of Scotland versus Ukraine will play the winner of Wales versus Austria, and the winner of that game will qualify for the World Cup. Okay. Then, the winner of Russia versus Poland will play the winner of Sweden versus the Czech, and the winner of that will qualify for the World Cup. Then, the then the winner of Italy versus North Macedonia and Portugal versus Turkey, the winner of will play each other and the winner of that game will qualify the world for the world cup which means that either italy or ronaldo will not qualify for the world cup this year this this go around yep damn and italy italy just won the europe the european championship oh okay so for oh, them no. to not make the world cup would be like oh well, then it was a fluke that they won yeah like, oh england should have won the 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 european championship then because that's who they played in the final oh, was okay. England. It was England oh, okay. versus Italy. So if Italy doesn't qualify for the World Cup, then it's like, well, England should have won that game then. Yeah, yeah. So where is the World Cup taking place this year? Um, Russia. Russia. So is Russia not automatically qualified? Mm, is it, it, it? Does it not no. work like the Olympics? No, no, no. Uh, okay. okay, no, okay. no. The host team doesn't automatically qualify. Oh, okay, I'm just, I'm just wondering. Right. Okay. I mean, now chances are the host team does qualify. Yeah. Because I mean, it's it's something like gets within them, and I mean, you could pick a no name. I mean, well, at the same time, the where the World Cup gets held is always a, a big. Soccer big, area, yeah, yeah, a big nation and everything. Where uh, chances are that team will play for in the World Cup at, in their home. So, 
Um, I mean, but Russia might not qualify for the World Cup. I think that they will. I mean, they've got to beat Poland, which the only the only thing with Poland is they got Robert Lewandowski. That's he's Polish. Okay. And he's the striker for Bayern Munich. Okay. And he's arguably the best striker in the world. I mean, he scored like forty something, fifty something goals last year. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Yeah. So how's Germany looking? Uh, Germany qualified. Okay. Um, Just thinking they, about other like powerhouse teams. What no, about they, Argentina's Messi playing, or is he? Yeah, retired? Messi. Messi. Uh, I think this is Messi's last World Cup. Okay. Um, it's. I mean, it's. I'm sure. I'm sure it's going to be his last World Cup. I'm sure it's Ronaldo's last World Cup too. If if Portugal qualify, yeah. even if they don't qualify, I think Ronaldo's done. Yeah, I would uh, think so too. Inter- playing playing serious international football anyway. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and Argentina's in it because they won the uh, Copa America. Oh, okay. Okay. So they're in the uh, the World Cup, I believe. So what is is USA have a chance to qualify? Or yes. What's going on? Yes. So the U.S. Um. Yeah. So the U.S. Now there's still seven. Six games to play. Okay. And they're in the the hexagonal. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, with Concacaf. Yeah. But the U.S. is currently sitting second, behind one point behind Canada, and one point above Mexico. Oh, excuse me. One point above Mexico and Panama. Mexico and Panama are tied on points. Okay. But uh, they only need to finish third. To qualify for the World Cup, top three teams go to the World Cup. Uh, number four team qualifies for an intercontinental playoff, which probably um, probably deals with like uh, South America and, and stuff like that. Okay. Probably like do not did not qualify tournament or okay, something. Okay, so they still so so they still got some uh, where Argentina is the Conma Bowl. Yeah, they've still got some some games to play. Oh, okay. Um, it looks Sweet. like it looks like they've got uh, six games. Yeah, they got six games left. Except Brazil and Argentina still have to play each other again. Oh, okay. So, so game. they've got seven games left. Meanwhile, everybody else has six games left, and the top and they're they're the top four positions qualify for the World Cup, and the fifth position plays an international playoff. Oh, okay. Um, which right now the top four teams are Brazil, then Argentina, then Ecuador, then Colombia. Okay. So yeah. Okay, hell yeah. Make sure you guys check out some Amer- some USA games. Hopefully we qualify. That'll be fun to see us go back into the World Cup again. That'd be pretty cool. Be pretty dope. Yeah, and the African nations, they, uh, they, because they're still in the group stage, it looks like. Oh, okay. And then, 
And then in the... What is this, like... Asia and stuff? Um... There's two groups. I've never looked at this one. Positions 1 and 2 qualify for the World Cup. And... Position 3 plays... So the third place team in each group play each other... To find out who else is going to go. Oh, okay. So right now, it would be... Iran and Korea in the first group. And... What's that? Uh... Kazakhstan, maybe? And Japan in the other group. And the third place teams are uh, UAE and uh, Australia. Okay. Okay. So... So yeah, the World Cup is, is shaping up. My favorite right now. Ooh. Oh man. Denmark looks really good. Denmark looks good? Yeah. <coughs> they're they're playing really good defense. Um and they're playing inspired too, man. With uh, Christian Eriksen, with the whole thing with him that happened in the the UEFA yeah. Championship. Um, the Netherlands look good. England looks good too, though. They could they could win. But and Germany's look, starting to look like that powerhouse that they were when they won the World Cup couple cups ago. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I would say probably Germany. My pick would probably be Germany. Um, if I was going to go with the safe bet, if I was going to go safe, I would say Germany. If um, if I was if I was going to take a risk, I would probably I would probably go with Denmark, just because they're playing really good defense. Yeah, That's they're good. just playing really good defense, and it's they only they only conceded I think it was one goal. And the 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 qualifying group stages. Oh wow! So yeah, um, I don't have it pulled up anymore. I forgot who was in their group, but I mean they had a. I mean it wasn't like a cakewalk group. Yeah, yeah. I think Scotland was in their group, and Scotland's got a decent side. I mean, not a side that's going to win a World Cup, but they've yeah. got a decent side. Hold their own. Yeah, I mean they're going to cause problems, especially defensively. Yeah. Um. But no, Denmark. Denmark is probably my dark horse. Okay, I can. Okay, um, I'll have they're to just check they're just. A, I mean, it's a it's a country that you don't hear a lot about. Um, that, as far as I can think back, hasn't won a World Cup. Yeah. Um, because when I think of World Cup winners, I think of uh, in my recent in in my hist my past anyway. I think of. Germany and Brazil and France and Spain. Denmark has never won a World Cup. Yeah. Zero. That'd be nice. Now, with the U.S., I think that if... The Netherlands never won a World Cup either. Nope. They almost won one that one year, dude. Yeah, then they, then they play in the final. They play Germany in the finals. Oh, yeah. Fucking lost two to one. So disappointed. So disappointed. 
That was the year USA won deep as shit too. Yeah, they went to the quarterfinals. Yeah. They fucking. I think I they think beat the US... Portugal. No, they tied Portugal. That was yeah. like their big, yeah. their big shit. And I remember watching that game because yes, Ronaldo. Me too. Ronaldo had a beautiful cross. Beautiful cross. Like it couldn't have been any per, any more perfect. I think at that point when that when he did that because that was a goal because he crossed it and it hit. I forget. I don't. I don't remember who the striker was or who 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 got on the other end of it. But I mean, he hit it on the volley right into the back of the net it was so it was so beautiful and at that point i think is when i said ronaldo's better than messi yeah (laughs) (laughs) but yeah yeah, ronaldo i like i like ronaldo not gonna lie i mean i like him but i like messi more i like the way messi plays yeah like i just like his because he's like like he's like a scat back dude. Like he's he's very I mean, he's, creative. Right. He's he's more about the one touch passing, the the give and go. Yeah. The um just like coming up face to face with the defender and then like basically walking to them with the ball and then at the drop of a hat just dropping his shoulder and taking off. His acceleration is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, it is, but I don't think Messi, I don't think Argentina is going to win the World Cup. Oh, yeah, me neither. There's just far from it. There's just other powerful teams. Do I think that they can make it to the quarterfinals? Maybe. Depends on, uh, I think it depends on their group who they get, who who, they get drawn. Who they get the draw. Okay. It's just like the U.S. I think the U.S., it all depends on, as long as we stay healthy, I think the U.S. could definitely get out of their group um i don't think that that would be the, be an issue with getting out of the group as long as we were healthy yeah um but i don't i the u.s i mean don't get me wrong if the u.s somehow pull a freaking a miracle like it would have first off it would have to be it would be a bigger story than the u.s beating Soviet Russia and the oh yeah and the hockey like it would the U.S. won the World Cup the U.S. men's team won the World <laughs> Cup because you can't even because the women's have the women have ran the World Cup for the U.S. yeah they were like, far superior I think they've won that. like four World Cups in a row yeah like it's crazy like no one's touching them yeah it's like the men like yeah women women's women's soccer is far more superior than men's soccer in the U.S. yeah big time. Um, Big fucking time. <laughs> but but if the U.S. men's national team, if they win a World Cup, everybody's going to be like, whoa. Like, and you, it, it's all going to come back to the U.S. getting players to play in Europe. Yeah. That's what it's all going to come down to. And the squad that, that is built is a squad of players that play in Europe at the high level and everything and not... And not a squad full of players that only a couple of them play in Europe and the rest of them play domestically in the MLS. Like, we're really going to need... We're really going to need to have a lot, like, a full squad basically playing in Europe. They don't have to be playing for the same club. I'm not saying Of course, yeah, but, like, yeah, just spread out. Right, because, I mean, right now we've got a couple... We've got uh, Weston McKinney at Juventus in Italy... Uh, Timothy Weah is playing at Lille in France. 
uh, Christian Pulisic's playing at Chelsea in England. Gio Reyna's playing at uh, um, Dortmund in Germany. Um, uh, Brendan Aronson's playing. I think he's playing in Germany. Um, uh, oh, what's that? What's that one? Um, Sergeant Josh Sargent. Yeah, he's playing for uh, Norwich in in England in the Premier League. So we've got players that. Oh, and Zach Steffen, goalkeeper. Um, he plays for Manchester City, but he's not their number one goalkeeper, so he okay. doesn't see a lot of playtime. But he's, he's on the squad. He's on. Yeah, exactly. He's he's Manchester City's second choice goalkeeper. Yeah. It's not like he's their third or fourth choice. No, he's their second choice goalkeeper. Yeah. It's just Ederson is so much better than Zach Steffen, <laughs> so he's their first choice. But um, no, I mean we've got like the U.S. has the players. It's just we need more, and we. I don't think our the coach we have now. Um, who I think it's Bradley, or I can't even. I don't even know who our. No, uh, Burhalter, Greg Burhalter. I don't think that he's it. I don't think he's our coach. Um, I mean, obviously he's our coach right now, but I don't think he's the coach that would get the U.S. to even a final in the yeah. World Cup. Okay, I feel that. Like I think the U.S. could make the quarterfinals, maybe even the semifinals if we got a favorable uh, draw and 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 everything with team, with, okay, yeah, with, with teams and and getting uh getting into the quarterfinal like we got a favorable draw in the quarterfinal and uh, went we could we could get to the semifinals but i think if we if we got to the semifinals i don't think that it would matter who we play i think we'd get beat not only do i think we'd get beat i think we'd get shit on <laughs> like it would be something like it would be embarrassing it would be like when germany fucking gave up like seven goals yeah yeah. And everybody was like, "What happened?" <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But yeah. So, any ending comments on your soccer football? No, I mean it's just uh, just a matter of waiting and seeing what happens within the next month. To be completely honest, so That's I mean, a- I'm not rushing. Uh, I'm not rushing to to get back to to do an, another one of these, uh, just because not 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 enough is gonna happen within a week. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, there's going to be some scores and stuff. But right now with the where, especially the NFL season, the way it is right now, I mean, there's really not much to talk about until we figure out, uh, until more teams get eliminated and the playoff picture starts looking yeah. more developed yeah, and stuff. Yeah, more clear. Yeah. Um, and then with the Premier League, I mean, we're not even halfway through the season with the Premier League. So we still got the January transfer window, um, which by the time – I think once we get get together again, uh, it'll be actually by the time we get together again, it probably won't be till January because we got the holiday coming up, we got Christmas coming up, yeah, and and all that stuff. And I'm I'm going out of town for Christmas, so I'm not even going to be here. Um, can always call. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, that I got the call-ins down packed, brother. Right, no, and I mean, I I like I'll definitely like like call in and and talk for like the um round the table oh yeah definitely stuff like that definitely um i'm just not i i'm just to give us more to 
to talk about because I feel like if we if we really did because honestly it's been like three weeks since I've been here. Yeah. Um, I feel like this isn't like it's not bad. Like I feel like if we did do it every week, I feel like we wouldn't. We would have to do more sports if we did it every week. If we did it every week, it would just. I just don't think it would be. There would be enough material to 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 have a, yeah. a good show anyway. I think it'd be a short show if we. Yeah, did it every yeah, yeah. Week. Yeah, I feel that. Um, but uh, we will definitely have one, another one within at least two weeks, at least because two more weeks the NFL that will show you who's going to be playing in the playoffs most likely, most of the time. At least get our first round by. I'm gonna give it to. Um, let's do. Let's do after Christmas. Okay. Okay. Let's let's do after. Wait till after Christmas. Let me, let me get back in in town and everything. Um, oh, and then definitely have stuff to talk about about your football game you're going to, and yeah. all that. So yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah. So I will definitely if you keep uh, keep up with uh, the roundtable underscore seven five seven. I will be posting the next time like I did today. The next time we'll be doing a, a sports show. Um, make sure you check out. Um, most likely hood will be on our around the tables in the near future and make sure you guys check out 420 news tomorrow night at 10 p.m um other than that hopefully you guys enjoyed the show and uh sorry it was a long one again but hopefully you guys listen to it beginning and end but until tomorrow night always remember keep your tinfoil hats and your bowls close you never know what may happen